There are horrors beyond life's edge that we do not suspect. And once in a while, man's evil prying calls them just within our range. You're listening to Cthulhu and Friends, a real play pulp Cthulhu role playing experience. Starring. Nika. That's so exciting. I've never been that close to Jesus. Fred. I ain't no doctor, but I definitely don't look good. Mike. I still haven't even got paid, which is probably not going to even happen now. Steph. All right, well, never you fear, sugar. I am on the case. And your game master, Veronica. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another exciting episode of Cthulhu and Friends. I am your game master, Veronica, and my pronouns are she, they. Hey everyone, this is Fred, and I play JJ, and our pronouns are he, him. Hey everyone, it's Mike Lane here, and I'm playing Daniel Mason. Our pronouns are he, him. Hey, it's me, Nika. I play Lilith, and our pronouns are she, her. I was going to say my pronouns, but then I'm like, well, they are the same, so let's not be redundant. And my name is Steph. I'm playing Gladys Cooper, and our pronouns are she, her. Woo, that was really good, everyone. Um, I don't remember if we did luck. I don't think we did. No, we didn't. So, yes, we, we do did luck not. We do luck this time. Nika, did you make a kill? I did. That's how I okay, remember. Great. Perfect. Okay, um, everyone, roll luck while I say thank you to these amazing patrons. Okay, so Steph is getting two shout outs, one at the beginning, one at the end. This is a Steph Huns shout out, uh, Patreon hamburger here. So Steph, thank you for being the top bun today. And, uh, let's get on with our meats and veg and maybe, uh, maybe a beyond meat or a veggie patty for some of you out there. Uh, either way, let's craft a good ass burger. Uh, we're going to start out with a topping of Balui, uh, underneath Beneath a an aioli of Martin Olt and John. Okay, I, I'm I'm losing this here, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna list off some people: John, Anthony, Robin, Stanley, Donnie, Gerald's, Landon, Smith, T.J. Ashley, Jennifer Gatlin, Sean Deus, Lisa Slack, Jacques Quixote, Andrea, Brom, Kevin Edifa, and um. And the hottest lesbian. You know what? Steph Hewen, you get to go behind the hottest lesbian too. The hottest lesbian. Thank you so much. Uh, but thank you doubly to Steph. And Steph, if I done fuck this up, just hit me up on Discord. I'm going to get it right. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. For those of you just uh, tuning in to the stream tonight... I, I put these in in post. So. Steph. Steph. Oh, other Steph? Or me, Steph. Oh, no, hi. Oh, no, you. <laughs> I thought you were talking to editor do, Steph. <laughs> do, do I want to roll lower or higher than um, my luck? Well, you want to roll higher. Damn it. Because if you roll low like you did, you only get 1d10 plus 5. Mm. But if you rolled mm. high like I did, you get 2d10 plus 10. 
I rolled braggy. I rolled high. I was trying to just work it into the conversation. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> in see. In case anybody needed to hear it. <laughs> well, it sounded was, authentic was, and braggy. Okay. Oh, well, no. I understood what was going on, and I thank very you. much appreciated it. I got you. Um, <laughs> um, so roll high, and that's the good mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. My luck is low. That's still good. I feel like it's mm-hmm. opposite world here. <laughs> it is legitimately I... opposite of D and D. It fucks me up every time. Every fucking time. Uh, it's like whenever you play one console and then you go to play a Switch and all of the buttons are backwards and you're like, "What the oh, fuck is this?" The worst. Yeah, horrible. The worst. When I can tell you, when I went from I Atari to luck. NES, Ooh. too hard. One button to then what? Four buttons. Too much. Too much. So I did really good. Well, that's exciting. Tell us how you rolled, Mike. All right. So I rolled like an 84, which is way over 55. And then I rolled 18. Same. That's Plus what I got, 10 too. is 28 points of luck. <gasps> so I'm sitting at 83 now. Just that's so it. high. You just, wow. oh man, wait till you get one roll and then you totally boof it and then you have the power to make it happen. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I, uh, since I rolled over, I ended up adding 25, which I really oh. desperately needed because I was at 30. So now I'm at 55. So, yay. Wow. <laughs> Gladys has been uh, skating by, so. <laughs> hey, Fred, how'd it go? Uh, I rolled under, but I added 10 to my 57, so I am 67. Sweet. And Nika already said hers, right? Yes, I rolled the same as Mike, so I got 28 okay. added to my 24 wow. for 40, or 52. Whoa, wow. you guys both rolled the same? Yeah. Damn, 28, oh, 20, 25, and then Fred. I feel like this does not actually bode very well for us. It doesn't. It's Uh, bad. This is this can't be good. Is what I'm saying. Too much luck. Does everyone remember what happened in the last episode? No, that was a lot of drinks ago. (laughs) That was so many drinks ago. Did any? Um, Does anyone want to refresh us? I just listened today. Oh, thank God. <laughs> but I also mostly only noted my parts. So no, that's fair. Hell. Hell. That's fair. You know, this Sorry. episode is going to be very um, stuff focused, and that's okay. We're here for it. I love okay. these interactions okay. between you and the editor. Thank you. Um, yeah. So I just know, like, I was bleeding out. Not bleeding out. I was bleeding heavily in the car. Um, JJ drove poorly hit something Lilith went out and was like oh it's okay and she you know ate a dude and then um made it to the hospital Gladys was whisked away and then it turns out uh that person claimed that they worked for peculiar times and then they drugged Gladys and tried to kidnap her um what's her name (laughs) Margarita Chavez uh had a cat and JJ was like, yeah, that's a demon. We should kill it. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And um, 
Sorry, my... Well, actually, he yeah. tasks Lilith with killing okay. it, right? Yeah, but he agreed. Yes. He was like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's let's kill that I have to kill that demon. Um, I'm ready to slay that pussy. <laughs> slay all day. That was so perfect. Um, yeah, and then Daniel um, had a weird vision that was mixed up, so he thought maybe JJ was the one... Trying to kidnap Gladys. And then I rescued Gladys. And then he rescued <laughs> Gladys. My hero. Um, I remember it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, didn't you like throw a rock or something? Is that? Yes. Yeah, like really well. <laughs> yeah. Horde success. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't mean to sound like I was thinking about anything that Steph was saying. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Because what I was thinking was, wait, if Sunday is Sunday come day, but it's also <laughs> donut hole day, what about getting chocolate glazed donuts hold <laughs> and putting them in your mouth? Come on. I thought you were going to say your come butt. <laughs> come glazed whole Sundays? Okay. It, it just falls. Oh, it rolls I mean, off the tongue. Glazed whole. Glazed whole days. Oh, kind of like holy days. Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> the high holy days. Guys, we gotta we gotta start doing a fucking uh, Duncan giveaway every oh fucking God. every fucking stream. Oh, Duncan, holy days. us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sell your holes on any day. Yeah, we won't dunk on you. <laughs> Give it to us glazed. <laughs> <laughs> Steph, could you repeat all of that? Because I was really tuned out thinking about this. I'm so sorry. Do you legit want me to repeat it? Uh, you know what? I'm a pretty good I'm a pretty good GM. I think I can figure it out. I did take uh, notes of my part. Oh good. As long as everyone took took notes on their parts. Well my note says Stanley equals bad. Um. <laughs> You're not wrong. Who's Stanley? Those He's... are the notes, and that's it. That's oh, here's Stanley. Okay, it's the guy. He's the creep that... who tried yeah. to kidnap me. Um, I got you. But I, that's why I listen on Sundays, so I don't have to take notes or remember things. Oh, here's my note. Okay, wonderful. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, Stanley is bad news bear. Yeah. All right. Creep. Gladys, your head is pounding, and you hear someone uh, as they are speaking over you to someone else, and all you can hear is just this kind of like, so it sounds like two um, adults from Peanuts or Charlie Brown uh, talking to one another. Do I feel like I can open my eyes? You can try anything, but yeah, you can. Okay, yeah, I'm going to kind of like blink because I'm sure it's bright uh, compared to having my eyes closed. And I'd like to try to focus on those two people and see if I recognize them. No, you don't recognize any of them because they are all covered up in this little mask thing. Okay, so I, I can see... I. I probably feel like I'm in the hospital based on my surroundings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to 
try to speak, which who knows how it's going to come out. And I'm going to say, if Stanley was terrible to try to kidnap me, did you, did you catch that? That terrible person. And you see someone as they just, um, kind of put this mask over your nose and mouth and you begin feeling light. Oh, that's just and then lovely. Thank sleepy. you. Sleepy. Minutes later, you wake up. Are the people still there? Uh, yeah, well, there's someone sitting beside your bed and um, but you are in a, a totally different room now. The The light is coming in through the through the windows. It looks really nice. Um, obviously, night is over and um, you just see Daniel standing there or sitting beside you. Daniel. Oh, my God. Please don't tell me you're trying to take me away somewhere, too. I've just had too much excitement. Oh, it's been Miss, too, too Miss much. Cooper, you're awake. Yeah, I think so. Yes, I believe so. How are you feeling? Feel like I've been hit in the head a few too many times lately. I did they get? Do you work for Elliot? Do you have a business card? That Stanley I'm sure said I do. You, you hang on. Oh god, that Stanley said you don't have a business card, but then he drugged me, so I'm assuming his business card must have been fake and I'm just like everything's just a muddle now. Gladys, did you do anything to upset JJ? Did I? Uh, well, I believe he's probably usually upset with me. I don't think he really cares for reporters. Um, well, I mean, something more heinous or, or personal. Oh. oh, oh gosh, no, there's nothing personal between JJ and myself, no. Uh, aside from, okay. like, me wanting this interview, which he keeps denying me, but, you know, uh, nothing... Nothing personal. Why? Oh, I... I, I didn't want to say anything, but he didn't really want to come in here and visit you, so I thought something was up. Well, he's just rude, isn't he? Like, I just... <laughs> he's just so... So caught up in his uh, ideas for his movies and wanting to hire you and, uh, you know, I I think he's just, he's very, I'm surprised he didn't want to come in here since you're in here, to be quite honest, but that's just between you and me. N did you find that business card? Oh, yes. Yes, right here. Oh, okay. Thank you. That That's a bit of a... Oh, relief. Um, you know that the 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 nurse who took me away. Um, he he said his name was Stanley Goldstein, and but then he he gave me something. And he must have drugged me because it was just all a blur after that. And um, but he he claimed you don't work for Elliot Hawk and the Peculiar Times, and that he did. That's odd. 
Do do you know a Stanley Goldstein? Do I know a Stanley Goldstein, V? Oh, yes, you do. Stanley Goldstein, that horrible piece of shit from a competing newspaper. One who's always trying to get in and sneak a scoop. Uh, He's been trying to make a name for himself in uh, weird photography for some time. And he is always on the look for a Goram Bigfoot or some such uh, uh, other cryptid. Now, um... He is a, he is a nefarious character. So however he knew that Gladys was here and that she was supposed to have help coming, um, you're not quite sure, but that certainly warrants some kind of investigation. I do, in fact. He's, he's one of our rivals. He uh. works for, um, that other weird photography news. He somehow must have known that you were onto something. Well, that is just despicable. And, I mean, on top of it, all my camera was smashed, so I don't even have any weird photography left for him to steal. So he was just being an asshole. Ugh. Well, he's apparently quite the character. Well, his character can stay far away from me from now on, that's for sure. That was a great line, Steph. (laughs) Thank you. JJ. JJ, as you are walking down the halls, um, now I want to say, we're going to rewind, and this is going to be the evening before. So um, Gladys is in surgery at this time, and you are walking up and down the halls. You just had your conversation with uh, Lilith talking about going ahead and, and getting rid of this cat. Let me know what you're doing. Am I with Lilith or am I by myself? You are by yourself. The last time you kind of saw Lilith out of the corner of your eye, she was talking to Wilma. And the last conversation we had was, we need to get rid of this cat because there is something nefarious about it. That's right. Specifically, it's a goddamn demon. You know it to be true. Margarita wants it taken care of. And you want it taken care of. I mean, that's where we left in the last episode. If your feelings have changed since then, that's fine. Don't kill the cat. I don't trust you. Okay, so... And the cat is still in the room with Margarita, or I have the cat? Great Lilith question. One, I'm glad you've asked. I have the cat. Uh, yes, Lilith has the cat. Of course I knew that. I am going to see if there is like a um, like a, a, a storage room where they keep maybe some of the medication in this hospital and see if I can try to get some like, I don't know, what do they call that stuff? Like chloroform or, you know, something to like give the cat to like kill it. I don't know. You're looking for what do they call it? Chloroform. <laughs> I don't know. Is that what they use Got like, it. to make people pass out? No, one hundred percent. Yes. Um, I'd like you to roll a stealth for me. <sighs> Seventy versus twenty. Okay. Uh, tell me how you sneak in. You see 
that there is a, a nurse's station and behind the nurse's station is um, this like room that has like a closed door and you see these really tall um, cabinets. They're just white cabinets and they have all sorts of bottles and stuff in them. It doesn't look like anyone is around. So you feel pretty safe in being able to get in here. Let me know what you do. I go in there and open the door. Great. You're in there. I start rifling through the cabinets and the bottles and I'm looking for like a skull and crossbones on like the label indicating like poison or maybe words that come out at me that say kill people. Cat. <laughs> say it. Okay, that's different than the choice I would have made, (laughs) but that's still a good choice. Um, Yeah, so you find something with a skull and crossbones on it. Yeah. Well, I think they should do the trick. Uh, You know, maybe we'll feed it to the cat and uh, get rid of it once and for all. I mean, I can't feel bad. It's a demon. It's okay to kill demons. Well, uh, I guess I I better... uh, Take this back to Lilith and uh, you know, figure out how we're going to feed it to the cat. Maybe we could put in a saucer of milk or something. That's that's what cats drink, right? Milk? I don't know. Never had a cat before, so. All right, well. Uh, Lilith! Where, where'd you go and get to? Still just standing over here talking to Wilma. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I I got this cat poison. Oh, excellent. That's much nicer than the other options. What well, what were the other options? I'd care not to discuss them. Oh, okay. Well, I figure this is the most, you know, humane way of getting rid of the cat, right? I mean, well, it's to get rid of the demon. We really don't want to kill the cat. Oh. Wait, can we get rid of the demon without killing the cat? No, not at all. Oh, wait. Wait, can we? Wait, I'm confused. I don't know. Can we? Can we exercise? (laughs) You know what I wish I hadn't done? I wish I hadn't done that. Because I thought we were speaking from experience. God damn it. (laughs) For those of you listening, I gave a clear visual cue that that was a great idea. No, no, no. It, it said we must. We must kill it. So I assume that is the only way. Wilma? Right? Mm, well, I don't know exactly, actually. There's a certain amount of, I guess, terrible, horrific luck that might shower upon us. We may be wading in doom. If we were to kill an innocent creature. Mm. Well, if it was possessed by a demon, how innocent could a creature be, right? I mean, it's... Are you saying that the cat, this baby cat, has something to blame? Is somehow to blame for the demon inside of it? Jesus Christ, I'm a Satanist, not a monster. I thought... It may be a good idea for us to find out... How this demon came to be inside of the cat, actually. If there's 
something or someone with that kind of power, perhaps they can be persuaded to work with us and not against us. Who's that one guy? The one that Margarita Anthony? Tony. Antonio? Yes! Yeah, the, Antonio, you know, the the leading man from the movie. Yeah. Yes. Do you think he's a cat person? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know the guy. I mean, but I, isn't he dead? I, I don't remember. <laughs> Player Did knowledge and him? character knowledge is all muddy right now. Okay, well... Um, the last time you guys saw Antonio, he kaijued out on you, and that's the last you've seen of him. Oh, (laughs) we should find him. Antonio, (laughs) I think Antonio's dead. Wasn't he like a monster, like a rawr, like werewolf or something? Yes, but I, I do, I don't remember him dying. There's been a lot of death the past few days, and... This is absolutely disgusting. Neither of you are able of keeping up with the times. Uh, I don't know who it is that I've aligned myself with, but I guess family. This is what happens when you work with family. You're just let down. I don't know if you want to change it. Buy me a goddamn notebook, Wilma. I'm sorry, Mother. Uh, I'll do better. Now look. Okay, great. Look, we know that somebody gave the cat to Margarita. So that's one avenue. And then if we run into Antonio... Maybe we could ask it if uh place a demon in this cat. Ah, man. We have to go back to the source. Margarita. How did back she get pregnant junkyard? with the cats? Wait, the chapel house? Well, Lilith, that's actually a wonderful question. You know, I'm sorry that I said that I was sorry that I was working with family, mm. actually. You're quite brilliant. It must run in the family. Now... Well, I helped jog her memory. I mean, I was also... Well, as I was saying, yes. um, Please don't use such foul language. (laughs) Why are you spitting? I'm I'm sorry, Mother. We're having a conversation. Don't spit it. It's just a phrase. You've been in the Americas too long, is what I'm saying. Now, um, (laughs) Now, I know that we know how babies come to be. Don't we, JJ? You know how babies come to be. I'm sorry that I wasn't there to teach you about the birds and the bees, but I do hope that your family, uh, that that they did teach you where babies come from. Well, yeah, of course. When a man and a woman love each other very much. Oh, no. Love has nothing to do with it. It's purely primal. Like two feral hogs rooting each other around. That's how babies are made. Well, yeah, I, I guess you're right, Mother. Uh, okay. Well, clearly we've got to catch you up on your experiential learning. Now, let's let's go talk to Margarita. Find out how she became impregnated with these cats. JJ. Do you think it was hogs? No, I think it was cats. Cats? I don't think it was bestiality of any type. Hmm. Well, it wasn't me. I... Maybe it was Antonio. What if God it was someone who was filled with the spirit of a cat? Didn't shapeshifter, Antonio a werewolf turn into a werewolf cat, cat thing? 
Now we're getting somewhere. Thank you, everyone. Oh, my. I feel as though I've had to just pry these details from you like a dentist extracting teeth. Not that I believe in dentistry. That is the devil's art. Truly. Well, let's find Margarita and Antonio and figure out who's the cat and who's the rat. Now there's rats, too? <laughs> God. So confused. Daniel. <laughs> oh, Lord. Your friendly neighborhood, Nick, or Nick Stonic, uh, Ben Stonic, has taken Gladys away to uh, surgery, I suppose. And um, you, you have a little bit of time to yourself. What are you going to do? We came here via car, right? JJ's car specifically? You sure did. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was like, did we wreck? <laughs> That was, that was another episode. I would like to search the car. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, do that. Roll. What are you looking for in the car, actually? And which car are we talking about? JJ's car? JJ's or... car. Okay, yeah. What are you looking for? Well, I don't know. You just want to see what's in there? Well, I'm, I think he's involved in trying to kill Gladys. So I'm looking for leads. Okay, great. And Roll I have spot nothing else to look for. So <laughs> That's great. That roll ain't. Ooh. 78 out of 65. I'll use luck, though. That's 13 points. That's a lucky number. <laughs> that is a lucky number. Yeah, you don't find anything of note. I mean, you find some leather conditioner, um, a small little phone book. It's actually a really nice phone book. It's got like a metal clamp on. It's like a metal notebook with little leaves of paper in there. But it looks to have belonged to someone named Rudy. Other than that, the car is squeaky, cl squeaky clean. In fact, a little too clean. I'll flip through this. Um phone book mm -hmm. and just see if anything stands out to me um lots of different numbers for jj like uh, jj's dry cleaner jj's nurse jj's maid um different friends of jj's different producers that he's worked with um cameramen and you know just really a lot of business contacts Oh, and you also see a number at the very back, which is Rudy's emergency contact, Colleen North. I will look for a phone. Okay. Um, it doesn't take you very long to see a payphone outside of the hospital. All right. I will dial up the operator and see if I can't get connected to this Colleen North. Yes, hi. Um, I'm trying to get in contact with Colleen North. Here is her number. Please hold. Is this call collect or will you be paying out of pocket? I'll be paying. Okay, please insert one dollar. Dollar? Lord. I insert a dollar. 
Okay. Uh, several coins later, you hear the phone ringing on the other end. Hello? Yes, hi. Um, I'm an associate of Rudy's, and um, I kind of have some bad news. He's gone missing, and I see here that you were listed as his emergency contact. Well, this is a terrible way to, uh, to be telling somebody's old mother that they've all gone missing. Well, I was hoping that maybe he'd still turn up and maybe you would know where he would have gone or maybe what he would be doing or why he would have suddenly left. Well, you know, Rudy's always been running after now his good friend JJ and his old cockamamie films. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for Rudy, I would suggest looking for JJ and find out what JJ knows because JJ's been the employer of Rudy for some time now. You know, I remember when those two used to be going down the street and my poor Rudy would have to bicycle JJ up and down the road. You know, JJ was a very rich boy, had plenty of bicycles, but he never learned to ride. And he wasn't a very thin boy either back then. He was quite, quite portly, if you ask me. And so my poor Rudy's legs got so thick. <laughs> so, Rudy and JJ are inseparable, you'd say? Oh, I would say that, certainly. They've been best friends for ages, although only Rudy knows. Well, I th I think that might have helped. Um, I will reach back out to you if I find any good news, okay? Well, you tell Rudy I said to take his vitamins. I sure will. Thank you. Hey, I'm sorry, what was your name, young man? Oh, uh, Daniel. Daniel Mason. Daniel Mason? Totally, I'm right down. Good day. Oh, boy. I would like to head to the morgue and see if there are any bodies that have come in recently. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're able to get a taxi, actually, to take you to the morgue. Um, and they drop you off here in the middle of the night and look at you so strangely. But because you're very beautiful, they still do it and they don't ask questions. Great. Is the morgue open or closed? It's closed. It's definitely closed because it's after midnight. <laughs> okay. It's a, it's a good time to be closed. Excuse me. Uh, what exactly is it that you're doing outside of the morgue lurking about? <sighs> well, uh, you, you see, a friend of mine's gone missing and, uh, I, th I think he might be dead. Mm, what would lead you to believe that your friend is dead? He's uh, He's been missing for a few days now. Has he? Mm-hmm. Could you give me a description of this dead man? I describe Rudy. A sheen of sweat, you say? Well, I don't know, but, uh, here. 
Uh, I can let you in if you want. We can have a little looky-loo. See if your friend Rudy is in one of these boxes. Oh, I'd, I'd appreciate that. Thank you. Uh-huh. Of course, we can't go in the front door. Why don't you uh, come around back with me and I'll let you in the employee's entrance and exit. Come along now. I follow. Okay, so you follow around the back and the guy takes these keys out of his pocket and uh, opens the door for you. Let's go down into the basement here. Actually, that's where it's coolest. And uh, we'll open a few of these containers. Uh, Sounds good. You first. Yeah, he follows you there. Or uh, he leads you to the bottom of the uh, the basement. (laughs) All right. Um... I would like to start opening drawers and see if I can identify Rudy. Okay, yeah. You go through five or six drawers. There are not that many in here. And you do not see Rudy. But you do see a couple of people with suspicious markings around their necks. Hmm. Does this guy look familiar to you? And he pulls out the last drawer. And you see that there is someone who, I mean, still looks almost as though like he was alive hours ago. Um, In fact, he isn't even totally chilled yet. And it looks like he's got this uh, big patch of blood and clothing all over his chest um but i'd like you to roll spot hidden for me yikes 95 out of 65 versus would you like to use luck or would you like to push the roll let's push Push okay push it Push it real good. This sounds like a perfect situation to push a roll. I don't feel like I'm in any danger. No. You, a germaphobe in a morgue (laughs) where there's an open wound, no, you'll be fine. This is good. 32 out of 65, which is a... um, Great success. Hard success. Great. So as you lean forward, you you notice that there are all of these stab wounds. But you do know that there are little pricks on one side of this person's neck. And you see, this looks like a telltale vampire attack. Now, you know this because you wrote up a series not long ago about vampirism. Now, of course, that was happening in Massachusetts, and you know what they all had to say about Massachusetts, but you still believe that there are some terrible things happening in that neck of the woods. Well, this is really strange. What's strange? Uh, Just, I don't know, he just doesn't look normal. But none of these are my friend, Rudy. Um, is it all right if I leave a a name and a number and you contact me if he comes in? 
Um, yeah, of course. Ah, all my friends call me JJ. Oh, sure thing. Will do. Uh, JJ, thank you. Um, I'll, I'll give you a call as soon as I can. Thank you. And uh, he leads you out of the basement, and um, that's really it. Takes out a sandwich that he's been holding in his pocket and starts eating on the way to his car. I will quickly get back to the hospital. Okay. Lilith and JJ. Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys go into Margarita's room with Wilma. Is she awake? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's definitely awake. Well, you know what? Actually, did you not want her to be awake? No, I was just curious if she was sleeping or not. No, she's not sleeping. Okay. Miss Margarita, how are you feeling? Oh, JJ, I just feel awful. So we had some questions for you. Um, The person who gave you the cat, uh, can you describe them again? Well, um... You see, they were mysterious and wayward. They just seemed as though they had ill intent and dark hair. They were about five four, with a little to spare. Horrible taste in clothing. Would you say that they were a man or a woman? Well, I'm not quite sure. But if I had to guess, from the size of their hands, they were maybe a woman. Were their facial features covered by like a hood or anything like that? Well, yes, in fact, uh, there there was a hood, but they did take it down, but I wasn't looking because they put the cat in my lap right away. Oh, I wish that I could remember more. Where did they approach you? Oh, well, they came right in here. Sister, they came right through the door and plopped this cat right on my lap, saying it was a demon that I had born into the world. Sorry, I've lost my accent. Got this. Do you remember before? Before? Before you birthed the kitten, quote unquote. Oh. Yes, of course I do. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you would bring that up. How did that happen? I'm sorry? Well, if you gave birth to a cat... I did no such thing. No, no, of course not. Have you... Please forgive me for the nature of such a question had relations with anyone who might claim that it was from there you bore the kittens? Sister, I'm not sure what you're implying here, uh, but I am a pure person with a pure soul, and... Yes, we all are. If you would like her to um, speak m- less guarded to you, you're going to need to roll something for okay. it. Okay. Um, yes, I would like to do that. Um, uh, um, okay. Lean in and just say, Margarita, I know that 
we haven't known each other long, but I feel like in the time that we've come to know each other, we've gone through so much so quickly. And we simply just want to find what is the root of all of this. And where did this kitten come from? Mysterious kitten. And we have to find the woman who gave it to you. Sorry. The figure? Figure? Person? Potentially? I mean, she did say it was maybe a woman. Uh, And... But we we have to ask these questions that might be unpleasant. Roll charm or intimidate. No, I think charm is better. I feel like Mm -hmm. she wants to charm her. I I rolled an 87 and my thing in it is a 30. So do you want to push the roll? Yes, I gotta. Yeah, gotta do it. Low. low roller, low rollers. 37. Fuck. <laughs> I feel like that one stings more. Yeah. 37 out of 30. Uh, so as you kind of lean in closer, you notice that Margarita starts pushing herself away from you, pushing back into this mattress. Um, JJ, could I please speak with you alone? I leave the room. Oh, well, of course, Miss Margarita. What, what, what can I do for you? JJ, that woman right there, she's a vampire. I just know it. I've seen her terrible teeth. They were falling out. Her fangs were falling right out of her mouth. I can tell you right now I've seen it before. Margarita, uh, are you on some medication? What? Vampires. I'm on no medication at all. My mother was a vampire. My, my father had to stake her right through the heart. What? Yes, it was a horrible event. It, it was tragic and it traumatized all of us children. But that's why we have no mother, because our father had to stab the mother through the heart. No, no, no. I know vampire breath when I smell it. And I can, <laughs> I can, I can root out a vampire's teeth in no time. That woman right there is a vampire. You must take a stake, put it right through her heart, and take her out. Uh, Margarita, hold on. S- slow down. Uh- you're going really quickly. I'm very confused. Uh, your your mother was a vampire. Your father yes! put a stake through her heart. Well, she wasn't always. Uh, a vampire. I was about to say, are you half vampire? Is that uh, no? I would never. Well, I'm very confused. If your mother was a vampire, are is it like a hereditary? Does it like pass? It isn't on? hereditary at all. She was bitten. Oh, okay. Was this before you were born or after you were born? I mean. There's just so many questions I have, right? I don't even know why I'm asking you these questions. This is wild. Uh, Look. uh, JJ, it had to have been after I was born. Do do vampires, can they have babies? Well, I don't know. I don't know anything about vampires other than what their breath smells like and what their teeth look like. What what does their breath smell like? It smells like blood and decay. That, That tracks. I mean, that makes sense. Okay. Um. Okay, I'm sorry. My head is spinning right now, Margarita. Okay. Uh, Oh, uh, okay. What do I have to do? I have to stake her in the heart? Yes, take take that broom right over there. Snap it over your leg and stake her right through the heart. Okay. uh, uh, Okay. Um, All right. Give me a moment and uh, I'll be right back. 
and I'll walk over. JJ, don't go out there. Don't go out there without the broomstick. I, I, I'm grabbing the broomstick. I, I'm grabbing it. Well, let me see you break it over your knee. I, I, break it right in half in front of me, JJ. Well, okay. And I snap the broom over my knee. Roll straight. <laughs> oh, boy. 63. My strength is 35, everyone. I think I just broke my leg. (laughs) Would you like to push the roll? Push the roll. I I think I have to. Or you can use luck. Or you can use luck. luck. I I mean, it's a lot of luck. Hold on. Uh, 63. I'm going to push it. Let's push it. Okay. Because this is embarrassing. 85. (gasps) (laughs) Now you definitely broke your leg. (laughs) So, JJ, um, you take this broomstick in your hand and you crush it into two equal parts. And you have two stakes. Nothing bad happened to me? Just walk around with some stakes, bud. That's all I'm saying. Walk around. You know me. Tell me where you're going. I love myself some steak. Potatoes. All right, Miss Margarita. Uh, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to have a conversation with Lilith. Figure out what's going on with that vampire breath. Before you do, JJ, I have to tell you one thing. What's that? Come over here so I can... I think someone may be listening. Please, come closer so you can... Of course. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Now, and as you get close to her, your shoe slips on a piece of a... a piece of the sheet that is kind of like draped over the bed and you pull that sheet off of her and as you're trying to like catch yourself these two stakes go right through margarita and you have to push up you don't know what's happening and the next thing you know both wilma and lilith come inside and they see that you have torn apart poor margarita chavez in her own hospital bed Lilith, roll thirst. (gasps) Okay, 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 okay. Um. Oh, JJ, please. Please call someone. I saw you slip. What what have I done? Margarita... (laughs) I rolled a 73 out of 30. Um, okay. I dare not use my luck. Uh, Sure, would you like to push the roll? Yes! <laughs> Tiny gift. 29, baby! <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. Oh. Give me that. These are... These are my new uh, dice that I got, so they've got the kids <laughs> All right, uh, JJ, you you hear as Lilith begins like this, 
And she looks to be salivating as you just look in her direction. And then Margarita pulls her attention back to you. And then when you look back over at Lilith, she's completely composed again. But you did for a split second catch this very strange behavior that Lilith was projecting into the room. Oh, JJ. This might be the end for me. No. Um, no, Margarita. This cannot be the end. Oh, my God. What have I done? I'm, I slipped on the sheet. What I, 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 I don't know. I, she told me to break the broom in half and ask me to come. Why? I, 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 something about steaks and potatoes. And then I slipped on the sheet and I landed on her. I, oh I think God. she was trying to order dinner and you killed her. But ben. Where's Ben Stonic when you need him? Ben. You watch as everything in this op or in this hospital room kind of goes slow, JJ. And you, as you're hollering for Ben at the top of your lungs, a Ben Stonic that does not come to save you. And the world just goes around and around as you roll sanity. And you watch as Wilma opens up this husk of a person that she has inhabited. And you watch as this, like, really scary-looking, like, wispy creature crawls under the bed. And then it begins to, like, come up the sides of the bed. And it goes through the holes that you've bore into Margarita. Good work, my son. This is an excellent turn of events. (laughs) And that's where we're going to call it. Holy <laughs> shit. I don't know if you can see that. Good oh God. What the God. fuck so just good. happened? Oh my Why God. Why did you stab Margarita? Okay, wait. Can we just, for a minute, Sam in chat fucking said, looks like we're drinking margaritas tonight. <laughs> Get out of here, Sam. You go to jail? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh my god. Wow. Bravo, yeah. everyone. Wow. That was fun. Steph, I'm so sorry no. that you didn't get much playtime today. That was it so. was perfect how it turned out. That was that was good. <laughs> I, I, I just need sick. to know, is there like now just like a husk of a corpse that like collapsed when Wilma vacated it? Like this and more on next week's <laughs> thrilling episode of Dragon Ball Z. I mean, Cthulhu and Friends. <laughs> oh oh wow. my wow. gosh. Oof. Stabbed her like a Capri Sun. <laughs> that oh, no. Rex. That's my favorite. Oh, Rex. No. That's Come good. <laughs> Rex and Sam are on fire oh, tonight. <laughs> It's Chat a lot. Oh, shoot. <laughs> well, if you want to know how to make vampire stew or how to test whether or not your friends, family, or neighbors are vampires, we are going to be sending out some very creepy tweets 
Actually, none of that is true. <laughs> We're not going to do that. But if you wanted to follow us on Twitter, you could follow us at CAF Podcast, where there may or may not be ways for which to find out how to profile your neighbors if they're vampires. Oh. It's just vampiric profiling. Yeah. You can find me at I think I'm Fred. <laughs> I'm at One Gaming Lane. You can find me at Nika underscore Howard. <laughs> I'm at Starlit Firefly, and I'm at Typical Veronica. I am. Yay! I am. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye. Sickle. This episode was edited by Steph Kingston. You can find her on Twitter at Steph O. Kingston. This episode was produced by me, Veronica. The intro was composed by Rob Anderson. You can find him on Twitter at Hey, It's Birdie. The voiceover in the introduction was provided by Rick Lee. You can find him on Twitter at Rick underscore Lee. R-I-C underscore L-E-A.